Hey, listen, how good is it to have the boys back on the box? Hello, Brisbane. for sports as Brisbane crowds are consistently the league's biggest. North Korea launching an intermediate range missile over Brisbane's new bike hire scheme. What am I going to see in Paris that I can't see in Ashburn? Like at what point is a Highgate Hill? At what point is it South Brisbane or South Bank? You will find the location of where the treasure of Brisbane is hidden, mate. When I arrived, they advised I needed some 4X. Hello and welcome to Unpacking Brisbane. I'm Joe DeWire one of the two hosts of this show where we unpack the suburbs of Brisbane. And the other host is the city itself. It's like, uh, like in Sex and the City where the, f- the, fifth, the fifth character is... Like in more. Heat. Like um, in Heat a- where Los Angeles is the mm. character. Yeah, who's that? Who's that? That better not be a third host. Mm. Yes, it is. It's Henry Bretts here to help me unpack... Tara Kindy. And do you like the power move of saying my co-host is here to help me? Joe Dwyer, friend, brother, and Tiger King. I am indeed, uh, well, I'm... Joey Exotic. Joey Exotic, keeping it exotic. The show of, the show of COVID, which is back now, annoyingly. Uh, not keen on leaving. Exotic. But yeah, mate, uh, I, I do. Well, I am here to help. I'm here to play a supporting role to you. I am, some could say, the rooster to your maverick. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Some would, Which I mean, some would also say the goose to my maverick probably is more truthful. Or the it speaks it speaks to the choices man, that were made with that the ice man's cravat to my hangman. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, for those of you who don't know, Val Kilmer actually is very unwell. Hence, all the choices they made in relation to his character in Top Gun too. Exactly. It's like with this podcast, how we've made choices to accommodate the fact that Joe has a bitchy, whiny voice. That's why we worked that into the, we've, into we've, the story of this show. We've, we've worked Henry's irritating nasal tone into the, the sort of mythos of what we do here. And um, the feedback's been awful. It's, it's like the rash. Even and it's a, it's an audio it's an audio platform. I don't know why we need to so aggressively bring my rash into it, but it, it is yeah. in the same but, way that but, we've uh, had to build this podcast around the seeping pus. Yeah, and your body finds a way. Uh, and quick housekeeping before we dive into Tarragindi. Uh, first off, I just want to say thanks to everyone who wrote in. Um, shit ton of people love Tarragindi. Uh, took me by surprise, but that's what Brisbane is. It, it's it's like a. It's like a lady with uh, a variety of different friends that she's met in different times of her life and that you're always a bit surprised. Like, oh, okay, you've mm. friends with a belly dancer. Mm. Yeah, it is like that. But also on account. I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, it is a little like that. It's a lot like that. It, it's blown me away, mate. I have to say, I've, I reckon we've got more mm. correspondence on Tarragindi than some major suburbs. Like, I reckon more people wrote in about this than St. Lucia did. Yeah, yeah. I don't, but um, that's oh. okay. Well, I'll have to agree to disagree. <laughs> I, I, I disagree. I think St. Lucia got a bit... I think we're just surprised at the impact of Tarragindi compared to where we thought it was going to be. That's that's probably fair. Well, before before we get into the suburbs, yeah. we should keep our house a little bit man. And the first thing we should say is, yeah. uh, well, like President Richard Nixon, we have yeah. some secret tapes. Like, like many 
many celebrities, I'm sure, B-grade or otherwise, there is, uh, there is some tapes out there that we've not let the public see. And for us, that's the Sanford episode. The episode's so good and so controversial yeah. that we banned ourselves from releasing it. We, we figured our, our reputations as individuals and as um, you know, young professionals was so important. We just couldn't have Sanford no. out there. So, and, and it's not tech issues uh, or that I've been a little bit busy and haven't had time to resolve the tech issues. That's not why the it's episode is. isn't up. It was probably the best episode we've ever done, Henry, but it's just too controversial. Brisbane's not ready for it right now. Might be ready for it sooner. That's so true. And, and, mate, that's the other thing. It's like... I've seen The Last Dance. I've seen Get Back, the Beatles documentary. It's sort of like maybe in 40 years from now, we then will release the Sanford mm. episode and people will be like, how do they get all this great like audio recordings? This is amazing. Like, yeah, how they get the we footage. Need to, we no, need to future-proof yeah. ourselves for uh, Netflix documentaries. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, other really exciting news. The Mangroves have a third album coming out. It's been taking up a fair bit of our our beautiful time and energy and we just couldn't be more excited to uh yeah to, it's an it's 11 new original songs about brisbane um there's going to be a massive album launch that i want to see every unpakistani at but yeah hen when's it out it's 15th of july it's going to be if you're listening if you're listening to this july. on a friday i suppose you're you're not too far away from getting it i can't oh, believe- yeah 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 next friday I believe it's next out friday Holy shit, just in time for the weekend. So you're about a week off when you're hearing this. I know. Yeah, absolutely. And, and Hen, what have we called it? The album's called It's the Humidity. I, I reckon one day we should release all of our conversations about what we were going to call the album because there was a lot of back and forth. I found in my iPhone notes uh, when I was flying back to, I think it was when I was flying back to record the album from Townsville to Brisbane, and I just, you know, not having Wi-Fi, you know how you just go through your photos or like, you know, you're like not oh, being yeah. on my photos phone for nuts. two hours is I'm not an option. Either. That, that window, <laughs> yeah, I'm not that window read. was passed maybe five years ago when I developed this, uh, yeah. yeah, retentive memory disorder, thanks to the supercomputer in my pocket at all times. So I was sitting there just like scrolling through and I wrote out just so many names for the album that I, and they're just, I don't think any of them were used. I believe, did Hamish say it's the humidity? I can't even remember. I thought it, I thought it might've been you, but it was you or Hamish. It certainly wasn't me because I never shared my little notes app of uh, album names with you guys. Cause they were pretty awful. But that's just me. <laughs> just like, like uh, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. And you're like, ah, it's been done. And, uh, it's, I, feel, I haven't heard. <laughs> no, they of were it, just I like. like I feel like it's been. Done. They were just like. They were like Joe the superstar, just uh, another Joe <laughs> DeWire classic by the Mangroves. <laughs> My proposed Dwyer names does it but again, yeah, Henry. It's <laughs> it's the humidity is out 15 July and live on this podcast. Let's reveal two songs from the track list. Oh, I didn't even know we were doing this. This is a bloody Christmas Eve yeah. opening one. This is opening Special one present before we go to the school concert. I hope it's not yeah. a necklace my husband bought for another woman. <laughs> the thing is, you've made a fool out of me <laughs> as well as the life I live. And that's, that's pretty hard yakka. Uh, Snape, wants, Snape wants to fuck someone else. Oh. My favourite line from Love Actually. Oh, my husband Snape doesn't love me anymore. Oh, why is my oh, wife Snape my brother, my... fuck his secretary? 
I can't believe my brother's Hugh Grant, my sorry, my, yeah, my brother's Hugh Grant, oh. my husband Snape. What a life oh, I my, lead! My, it's a miracle that took an affair to make a fool out of it. It seems very silly. Oh, uh, uh, but yeah, Hannah, right. you want to reveal the name of a song? Well, well reveal I, one, up. bro. You know what's on the album? Well, I think it's exciting. Uh, I'll go. Twenty thirty two is a song. And yeah. what's happening in Brisbane in 2032, you'll have to listen to the album to find out. What yeah, could that song yeah. be about? If you guessed in the, the Olympics, you'd oh. probably tend to be correct. Mm. But I'm not making any guarantees, you know? There's a lot of things happening in 2032. Uh, talking. Another song off the album, Stefan's Heaven. Good one. And uh, what that Stefan that's about, we don't know. Who could that be about? And I think let's let's treat them even to a third one, Hen. Okay. Let's treat them, if that's okay with you. Please. We're going to have another song on the album called She's From a Different School. <laughs> and it's uh, not making any promises, but it may be Henry Brett's talking about his dating life. From, uh, well, <laughs> it's a, fi- a fictional song. Let's just, from, from the outset. <laughs> Oh, I think there'll be some people who are very interested in your revelations in that song, Henry. <laughs> I can, I'm going to already immediately rebuff these claims. Uh, it feels weird to be... Um, <laughs> rebuff, rebuff. What are you, fucking cleaning your car? Hit your head. You fucking mess. I'll oh, kill you. goodness gracious. Well, yeah, it's listen, it's it's a good song. They're all good songs. It's going to be fun. We're excited. I mean, you, you're I getting the fucking oil it. by listening to the, the, this podcast. We're giving you so much that yeah, uh, I don't even think Hamish and Nelson will be happy that we've allowed all these songs to slip out of our little greasy mouths. No, but uh, you, yeah, you get the insider information on this podcast. Not only that, you get predictions of the future. Hen, uh, a beautiful Aunt Pakistani wrote in and let us know that uh, you'll get the message up. But I think in essence, in the Kuruparu episode in 2020, we predicted there would be major flooding and a recession in 2022. So why we didn't go out and buy some fucking iceberg lettuce is beyond me, Hen. Mm. But uh, apparently we're like the Simpsons now in that if you're around for long enough, you do enough episodes, you'll just ultimately... I mean, that's, the future. that's it. It's um, the truest indicator that I've seen of the fact that we've done this for a while because uh rachel messaged in yeah, genuinely uh fan friend of the show and keen on pakistani and she said hey boys i don't know if you've been told yeah. this but you predicted the 2022 floods in your may 2020 episode in cooperu and it's about so it's about 24 minutes in i went back and listened to it today and yeah we, we she said you said something about there being 2022 floods and a recession effing bingo Thanks, Rachel. So true. Yeah. And then she mentions that she so works in marketing awesome and might be able us. to get us some Brisbane heat tickets. Now, I'm not sure if you wanted that bit revealed. Yeah. But, I mean, Rachel's but, maybe but up fuck. there with one if of you could the get that done, best Pakistanis. Uh, yeah. I hope that wasn't said flippantly because I can't bloody wait. So, uh, but yeah, if you if you hear any other Usman bold is going to be playing know, the heat um, Is he? Oh, no, Uzi. Sorry. <laughs> Uzi, yeah, I'll be captain. Not easy. Is he Kawaja? Uh, right, Hen, should we will rip be into the, <laughs> the suburb of suburbs, Taran Edgerton? Sorry, I mispronounced that. Taragindi. Yes. And what we traditionally do is, is once Henry gives the go ahead, we uh, visit the Wikipedia page. Yeah, we're, we're, we're
right, eight threats. How many people do you think live in Tarragindi? If our messages are anything to go by, it's a billion. Yeah, well, I would have guessed low, but now I'm like, I don't even know what's going on with this with this friggin' Narnia of a place. Mm, yes, could be yes. could be full of Mister Tumni. Could be full of Tumnuses and wolves and bloody witches. <laughs> uh, I like I like your plural form of Mister Tumnus. Yeah, the Tumnis. They're coming over for lunch. The um, <laughs> bring bring in Turkish delight. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, you'd have to think it'd be around okay. two thousand. Two thousand really. ar- around two. But you know the you know the normal size of a suburb is about six thousand, right? Yeah, I, I don't feel, know why I, I feel went like you've this. lost your mind a bit there. Yeah. Anyway, the answer is eleven thousand. So, part of me thinks you just wanted to jazz this segment up by getting something blatantly wrong. That's what I've been doing the whole time. I've all. Uh, <laughs> I don't. Why I do I, I think it up every morning? I thought it was small. Two thousand is like about as many people live in like Petri Terrace. No, <laughs> no um, the fact there's eleven thousand yeah. people in Tarragindi makes a lot of sense. Like. There may not be, you know, classic pub or great restaurants there. Although the people from there will, will probably prove us wrong, but there's a shit ton of people there. Like it's a very popular place to live. Yes, indeed. Jeb, you're not saying anything, Tony. <laughs> no, sorry. I'm just still having fucking shocking internet dramas here. So I'm sort of, <laughs> I'm sort of going off. It's actually, it's coming through fine. Okay, good. Well, I think it's okay. It's at least fine. if I'm getting good, at least as you're getting me clearly, I think that's. Yeah, you're coming across well. Whereas I'm just kind of so, trying uh, to do a Peter, podcast in Braille here, effectively based on just yeah. bit, bits of Morse code. But yes, I. Wikipedia wig out. The suburb boundaries of Tarragindi are largely defined by the Southeast Freeway and Tui Forest. Now, the Southeast Freeway thing's handy is, is he told us, and we'll get to it later, it means that apparently driving to and from Tarragindi is really fucking easy. But, Hen, you've got a special connection to the Tui Forest. You lost your V-plates there, didn't you? No. <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> you've got a beautiful, touching connection to the Tui Forest, and it's an erotic... I did not I thought. No, it's it couldn't be less erotic. It's just that my family or my mum called the Tuies, and one of the early settling husband, uh, we'll just we'll just say for the sake of argument, they were the nice, they were one of the nice ones, not like the mains and all those naughty people running around taking all that land. We were the good guys uh, coming in trying to. We were just the innocent bystanders. Yeah, but yeah, like, Tui um, Forest, uh, my my mum's side of the family. So there's always a bit of a family connection there because big fan. And Tui Forest, I will say this as well, beautiful. People don't go there enough. It's a good spot. Yeah. Lookouts. I love that. cafes. Yeah. Get around to your forest. Good for a hike. Tarragindi folks should. And that reminds me, there's, um, there's someone I work with who uh, her family, I think, um, a couple of generations back were like soldiers in the German army in one of the world wars. Uh-oh. And she was like, yeah, you li- you'd like to think they objected, but just were forced to go along with it anyway. But you never know. I mean, you like you would, know. yeah. But it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, much like the twoies, it's like you'd like to think they were one of the good ones, and you'll never be strictly proven wrong. Uh, so might as well, might as well roll with it. Uh, why is it called Tarragindi, Henry? Because it's it's a it's a very unique name. 
The suburb was named after a native from the Loyalty Islands, which is near modern-day New Caledonia. Oh, that's where Nelson's been recently. There you go. Who was transported yes. in the late 19th century to Queensland. Such people, called Kanakas, were a cheap source of labour for sugarcane production. Apparently, Tarragindi escaped. So this is a person named Tarragindi and was subsequently employed by Alfred Foote of Ipswich. Later, he cleared land for William Grimes on a hill near Sandy Creek, and the property was named after him. Tarragindi remained with the Foote family in Ipswich until just before he died, age 63. And now the grave of Tarragindi Tasserone is located in the Ipswich General Cemetery. So pretty incredible story. I don't know if we've really had a suburb where the full name of the person it's usually just a surname from some colonizer that they've ripped and turned into the suburb. Name. Yeah, yeah. This this guy's and, and, and the colonizer story is uh, always was... oh, I was the first builder or something. Whereas Tara Tara Gindi Tasserone, I'm gathering is this chap's mm. name. Oh, I think you're right. Great name. And, and mate, great this name is... for a suburb. I'd say this is the closest we've come to having a suburb origin story that could be suitably translated into film or television because I think that'd be a great story. You know, if Tar- yeah. Tarragandy escaped from a colony, he was near New Caledonia, he travels, he, bef- he clearly befriends this family, he becomes part of the history in Ipswich. I think it's a great, I think it's a great narrative. Yeah. I, I, I'm inclined to agree. And I'd be Henry, happy, I'd be it's, happy it's to not- step in and play Tarragindi in the, and I think that, and I think <laughs> I'm exactly the casting thereafter. I think we should get David Wenham. For a bad guy role, um, and I'm thinking there's probably scope for Deborah Malman. I can Deborah will fit in. Here's who I reckon. Come with me on this. I can we can probably find a role for Gotten Grantly. Yep, I think uh, cameo, cameo. But I think Richard Roxburgh's slippering oh. his way in. Now, no one's saying, no one's saying the movie's going to be a blockbuster, but you know, solid ABC miniseries, sure. Oh, mate, catch up on iView. For all you like. Yeah, absolutely. For anyone out there still actually watching Free to Air. Hey, national broadcasters every single day. We've got Mystery Road Origin. You broke up up a bit on your national broadcaster defence, mate. Fuck. Hard to hard to defend the government when their internet's not even working. <laughs> push push through, mate. Push through. Prior to European occupation in the beginning of the early 19th century. Um, <laughs> that uh, I think because of the delay in your internet, that came about midway through my next sentence. <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty funny. Oh, fuck. You know, the reason I didn't upload Sanford is because I thought I thought the tracks were out of sync because everything you were saying was coming in a bit late, but that might just actually be how it sounds. That would just be an internet thing. Yeah. Anyway, Mm. prior to European occupation beginning in the early 19th century. (laughs) 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 Prior to European occupation beginning in the early 19th century, the area covered by the suburb was inhabited by Aboriginal people. If, you, if, you, if you'd like to speak on that, be my guest. 
Thanks for throwing me under the bus. So I've got a in in NADOC week, I've now got to speak <laughs> yeah. on Indigenous settlement. Yeah. Where I'm getting maybe two or three words. This this internet is so fucking expensive. Like it's I'm paying fucking iron it and that charming little Irish prick so much money and they can't even get it to oh, fucking so work. Well he charmed me, didn't he? So he's very charming. But yeah, Fuck so me. you had something Fucking to say about the fact that the Wikipedia page, the Wikipedia page was very desperate to clarify this point. Fucking did I? Oh, I just thought it was interesting that it said prior to European occupation beginning in the early 19th century, the area covered by the suburb was inhabited by <laughs> Aboriginal people, which I thought was a funny thing to point out because that is true of just all Australian land. I like the idea of someone reading the Wikipedia yeah. and being like, Huh? What? What's all this about? I thought, and there's there's no Wikipedia for a suburb being like, and as has been the case since the beginning of time, when white Englishmen rode dinosaurs around, this has always been the inhabitants of this suburb. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, no, Wikipedia doesn't subscribe to Terranullius anymore, and and I'm glad it nah. doesn't. Good on your wiki. Good job. Um. All right. What else have we got in this Wikipedia, Matt? Uh, one trace of this early occupation uh, is in the occupation. It's interesting. Um, they say occupation. I think they mean Indigenous people living there. Um, the locality in Creek named Ekabin, I think. Uh, it's not talking about, you know, the Eka getting in the bin. Uh, it's derived from the Aboriginal term Yekabin, which referred to aquatic plants with edible roots, which grew in the creek. The edible roots were very common in the diet of Aboriginals in the Moreton Bay area. A sharp stick was used to dig out the stem, which was dried, roasted, and pounded with a stone. Dried, oh. roasted, and stoned. Sounds like a fantastic Saturday night. Sounds like a way to enjoy the lockdown, baby. Just get dried, get roasted. <laughs> um absolutely man <laughs> this is probably how we sound on this podcast you know if you want to, is your kids stoned or are they just trying to do a podcast over the internet with <laughs> um yeah okay you know uh we'll skip that bit something yeah i think let's tell us about the schools. yeah we'll, we'll skip ahead to the schools um <laughs> I think these I think these are worth reading in full just to communicate how truly weird the amount of detail that the Wikipedia page has given us here is. Uh, so as you go bananas. as you've been hearing, they've just been coming back and forth with little bits of fact, pretty general Wikipedia stuff. And then this happens where I think I suspect a couple of school teachers have chimed in to edit the Wikipedia. Wellers Hill State School is located on the junction of Weller and Tui Roads. The school has a very active music program, which is renowned within the area and has flourished under the care of several dedicated musical instructors. Hmm. The motto of this school is strive to succeed. And this motto is upheld visibly in the conduct of student and teacher. It's sports houses named after Australian native animals are platypus, yellow, emu, blue, kangaroo, red, and koala, green. In December 2006 and June 2013, the school lost some buildings to arson attacks. A rapid change of tone. 
The school introduced a Japanese bilingual program in 2014 and offers a student exchange program with its sister school from Yasugi in Japan. The fact about the Japanese language program follows on so hot on the heels of the arson thing that you can't help but feel that it reads that they are in some way causal. Yeah. Uh, whether someone was bitter that there wasn't like a German exchange program and introduced it, we don't know. But it, no, there's certainly... There's an odd it, or, to it. it reads like the arsonists are Japanese and yeah. they're like, the reason we didn't do, the reason these arson attacks happened is because yeah. we didn't do enough to integrate our Japanese community. We're teaching all the kids Japanese. Well, it's either written by that or the several dedicated musical instructors. <laughs> uh, Hen, St. Elizabeth's, uh, St. Elizabeth's Catholic Primary School is located uh, on Cracknell Road. The school has three sporting houses, all named after people involved in the school's development and significant people in the Christian faith. Bergen Gold, named after Friar uh, Father Basil Bergen, the first parish priest when the school opened. Elliot Red, which is named after Father Graham Elliot, who was a parish priest at St. Elizabeth's. And Nagel Blue, which is named after Nano Nagel, uh, which I a name I heard for the first time at Terrace. I always thought it was one of the funniest names ever. The school's motto is Caritas Christi, which is displayed on the boys' uniform and on the balcony of the Christie Centre where the students participate in art and music. There is an OSHC centre downstairs. The school has a chapel, which used to be a church until the installation of the prep rooms. So it's not really a chapel no, then, is it? This is an excruciating amount of detail. This is like half the Wikipedia page. It's pa- think, think about how pained you are, listener, <laughs> listening to it. Imagine fucking reading it out. What a hassle. Imagine writing it. Taking the taking the piss, okay, mm. okay. All right, that'll do with that'll do well, with maybe the most uh, seamless Wikipedia wig out of all time. Let's sh- shall absolutely. we push on? Well, it's a city on a river, and don't you ever forget it, kid. Contemporary Tarragindi, H. Brett's first question: Why on earth do people love this place so much? Because love it, they fucking do. They've gone gangbusters. I wonder if there's a bit of that. Classic South Side chip on the shoulder that we know about. Oh, mate, the South Side. Because I wanted to say this, and and a lot of contemporary Henry is going to be. We're going to be talking about the beautiful messages we got uh, and the love people have for this suburb. But Tarragindi is a classic example of a South Side suburb that Northsiders don't even have an opinion about it because we've never fucking heard of it. Like we. It, I seriously remember hearing of Tarragindi for the first time and going, there is no way that's a place. Tarragindi's been on my radar probably because of the Tui Forest thing, I have to say. I, I've definitely always known yeah. about it, but did I know about Tarragindi or did I just know about Tin Galpa? Did I just know about, what's the other one? Mm. Um, Turinga. Yeah, they're so, because I, I was earnestly convinced we'd already spoken about this frigging place. Yeah, absolutely. I, 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 it, it took me some time to figure it out. But yeah, honestly, people have made such a good sale now. I'm like, fuck, why aren't more people in Tarragindi? I'll give you one reason, though. I'll give you one reason why more people aren't there. Tarragindi is home to one of the more severe uh, socio-political and geopolitical conflicts of our time being waged in Gaza. Oh. Because I've always found it interesting that there is a turnoff from the motorway <laughs> that is Gaza Road, <laughs> yeah. Tarragindi underneath it. And I've always thought, shit, how important was Greg Gaza to this suburb where you can't just... How about, how about when you're driving back for the coast and they've 
got the sign up with the predictions of commute times to certain areas. And yeah, yeah. it's always like city, like Wollongabba, Gaza. And yeah, during that. Uh, and you're like, no way, no way. It's no way. It's 22 minutes. No, come, come on. on. 22 minutes to Gaza, you reckon? If I. Come if, off it, you know. Come if I get enlisted. It. How's that all going over there? What's, an, what's How's that all going? Uh, well, you know me, Henry. I'm, I'm someone who I keep my finger on the button, uh, the hot button, that is, of the issues. And all I'll say is no comment. <laughs> it would be rude to comment on an ongoing matter. Gaza strips Ukraine, right? Yeah, that's the one where um, there's all the chemical weapon attacks on their own people, like it's a civil war type yeah. thing. Because that's why petrol and um, lettuce is expensive is because Ukraine invaded the capital on January 6. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's why Nick Kyrgios um, wasn't allowed then, to wear red on the court. That's what's happening. Yeah, and, and, and that's why there was also a hole in, um, in your budget, dear Labor. It, uh, it all works together. And, and some of the beautiful quick hits we got from the Unpakistanis. Now, uh, Izzy told us that Tarragindi, and I love this, it's the Woolawin of the South Side. Because, Hen, as a lifelong Southsider, does Woolawin register that much with you? No. See, but see, as a Northsider, I rate Woolawin as one of the beautiful suburbs. It's a fantastic suburb, like so livable, big parks, great transport. So I, I think she's hit the nail on the head there of it's, a, it's sort of a best-kept secret thing or like, or like a little brother who you just know is going to be a sprouter. Okay. Is this, is this Izzy Ibanetti who's sent this in? Yeah. Well, a fellow, a fellow yeah. podcaster as well. Uh, well, a fellow, a fellow entertainer. Can uh, you tell us you what know, dating is like? In, actor, uh, singer, dancer, shout podcaster. Out to, shout what out doesn't to she do? Give him a listen. Um, yeah. Very nice. Yeah, well, 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 that's a good call. And I, that's, is that sort of the tone? Is yeah. he sort of touched on the tone there of what my, a lot of people have written in in terms of underrated would be the word that slips through more yeah, than others. Yeah, that, that's and, the or, word. Yeah, she's also said that it's so Georgina's. close. It's so close to the, it's so close to the freeway entry hen that you get anywhere in Brisbane so fast. And, and that's, that's actually something that has struck me the few times I've been in Tarragindi is, you know, I don't think it's pretty driving on the motorway. But fuck, it means you can get to the city really, really quickly. I think there's a beauty to the motorway. A bit of a Bruce Springsteen beauty. Oh, not, not, when, not when there's traffic. But right. even then, like even at night, like the lights, it can be quite calming being on the highway. You're not, there's yeah, not but, the at night, but at night, there's not traffic. So, oh, you're not going to raves. Do you know how much traffic there is at 3am trying, trying to get out of a rave? <laughs> oh, someone's never had rave oh, traffic. I see. Because everyone drives home from a rave. I bet there is traffic at 9am, but when we all carpool home from a rave together, <laughs> and there, there, are a lot of, there are a lot of cars on that road. Only, only, safe, way, only safe way to do it. Uh, what else have we got, Hen? We got some great hits. Um, we got, so Georgina, hello Georgina, says, it's the underdog suburb. People think you're referring to Turinga instead. Now, a lot of people wrote in, this is weird. Ellie wrote in and said, Tarragindi, I can't say it. It's hard to say. I'm trying to try to tell you guys. Eli? Oh, it is Eli. Sorry, Eli. <laughs> tell you what's hard to say is fucking yeah, sorry, Eli. Well, that was just mate. me getting back at you. You reckon Tarragindi's so hard to say? So fucking, I can't read if you've got one L, two Ls. What's going on here? Yeah. 
so embarrassing, Pence. Um, but Eli does go on to say uh, that it's really hard to say uh, is what he is telling us. He knows nothing else about it. Well, honestly, it may be hard to spell, but Tara Gindi is appallingly easy to say. I don't know what Eli's going on about. I don't know. They've all. Ri- There's a few people writing in that it sounds like Tar- Taringa, and that's funny. So. I think this is right. a little group, by the way. I think I think there's something going on here. I I, I suspect because oh, are we talking yeah, about, we're talking bread about this bread bar thing? <laughs> we're talking What's about going bread on with bread bar? Yep. And I think I'm going to go out on a limb. I think it's a similar crew that did us in with the it bot like. They all work at McDonald's. They all work at McDonald's together. <laughs> no, see these. And I'll say this. So. Uh, N. N Finnegan wrote in saying, not quite as good as Breadbow. And the account Beautiful Breadbow wrote, Tarragindi's not as good as Breadbow. And we also got a message from the Breadbow account uh, that is actually extremely funny. Um, but very. What does, yeah, what does it say? What's the message from the Breadbow account? It just says, it's just average Annalee resident and then just a silly photo. <laughs> then it says, are you coming to the tree? And then uh, they say unpacking bread. Okay, so it's it's a very dank meme. Listen here, you you little incels. It's very funny. Uh, No, (laughs) No, I I love it. it. Listen here, don't go turning our pot. Oh, my sister, my sister met one of the bot like guys. at a party. For context, if you're a new listener here, uh, maybe don't make this your first Mm. episode. Go give another one a spin, but please. (laughs) Please. uh, But the. We got a few Close. messages describing the McDonald's at Mount Omni, I think it was, or Jindalee as bot at bot Jindalee, like. Jindalee. Now, I think those do those guys all work at the Maccas? There's something going on here. But what I want I to say to do. you boys: do not turn our podcast into Minions: The Rise of Gru. I don't want you all. I don't want you all turning mm. up, messaging in the same thing, trying to get little pranks over us. We love you guys, but we ain't we ain't going for this Minions: Rise of Gru. We're not gentle Minions. Though, if you do want to listen to the podcast in a suit. And cause and be civilly disobedient. Go for that. Back on Go board. For it. Uh, now, just uh, uh, just quickly, Izzy also said something in a comment. And by the way, I commend anyone who writes into us in multiple ways. Oh, it's yeah. very fun. This is a bit dark, Henry. Apparently, the priest who ran the local church got caught molesting a bunch of kids back oh, in the shit. day. Then, when he was going to go to court for it, he killed himself, so he never got to jail and shit. He used to do services at St. Elizabeth's, Loretto, Villa and Lorries. Uh, Izzy used to wave at him at the local fish and chip shop in Tarragindi and he never waved back, which I think is the greater crime. Well, Izzy, dare Goodness. I say he wasn't your type? Uh, you Or you I weren't think, his, rather. I think, yeah, I mean, but that's no justification to not wave back. No, that's, back that's rude. I mean, honestly... Are you saying that are you saying that you only wave at people who are your type? I've waved to you. Hell yeah, you have your little your little sec, your little, your little bread bow. <laughs> your little Come over here, little bread bow. <laughs> yeah. Did we get it right? Is that the right use of bread bow? God, I'm feeling bread bow today. Are we in the crew? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jay Anderson of uh, English Test cricket oh, yeah. fame, presumably tells us that Tarragindi is the richest middle-class suburb on the south side. I like that. I think that helps things for us mm. a little because it's not, it's not Cooperoo money. 
but it's clearly it's not a it's not a battlers suburb Tarragindi, and apparently the Wellers Hill Bowls Club, which is apparently technically in Tarragindi, has the greatest selection of rotation of beers ever seen at a bowls club or almost any bowls other clubs. As we've always said, bowlers are underrated for their cheap drinks and their spread of drinks. So well done. A yeah. much a much not nicer comment clubs. there wish from I, uh, from Anderson more. as opposed to Izzy's very dark story about not being waved at by a priest. Because as I've always said, mate. You could just because you're a pedophile, it doesn't mean you can't be polite. Exactly, and you've always said it, um, mate. We did get some longer messages in. Now, wh- how are we going to handle David's message? Because David has sent in a very, very long message, which is great. We love you, David. Thank you for this. Uh, I don't know. I might try and. Do you want to see if it? Let's let's just. Let's summarize. Let's summarize as we go. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, well, I should I should say as well, Georgia um, wrote in. Georgia did write in too and said that she went to a 21st there and the host put in the event description that Tarragindi is only 15 minutes from the CBD out of fear that people wouldn't come to the party. So... No, that's such a good shout because particularly if I'm guessing probably a, a grammar 21st. You have to think so. Heavy north side bias, probably probably a heavy ascot bias as much as anything. So you actually would need to tell people, oi, Tarragindi isn't actually that far away. Yeah, I think it's okay. Because it's not... I honestly... I Like, it's a bit... The sad thing is not just trusting that your friends would well, want to That's come the anyway. sad thing. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I, I hate the, the idea is... that this person is thinking, I have to lie about where I live and its distance from the CBD. Because is there really anyone... I mean, if you told me that your... If you told me your 21st was on the moon, I'd be in a rocket tomorrow. I mean, you and I went to a ripping 21st in Bell Bow. Oh, yeah. And that's arguably a little further I held mine at bloody Boona, hour and a half away. Yeah. yeah. No one came, um, but still. All right. Because <laughs> you said it was 15 minutes from the CBD. They got about half an hour in. They go, this fella's lying. Uh, so, Tara Gindy, oh, we should address, it's colloquially named the Gindy, um, creatively. Uh, personally, David doesn't like that nickname. Apparently reminds him of junior high school, kids on a bus, Trying to act cool and use stupid nicknames. I'll tell you what, if using stupid nicknames made you cool, then I would have been fucking James Dean of school. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about trying to be funny and shortening phrases as cool points. I think you're better off uh, sneaking a UDL. I'm, I've made a big thing up here making people, like being the nickname guy, giving people obscure nicknames. Um, for example... Oh, for example, no, no, just no, I'm not a bullshit artist. artist. This is the truth. My, my now <laughs> former housemate, Abby, right? So her initials yeah. were AG, AG, Attorney General. At the time, the Attorney General. General was Michaelia Cash. So I went with Cashy. So now she's referred to by yes. many people, I will say. It's how Cashy. about, how about Michaelia Cash, Johnny Cash, Ring of Fire, Ring, 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 Abba, Bjorn. <laughs> You should have nicknamed her Bjorn, mate. Right. There you go. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> and now, well, there's another. I'll, I'll give the, I actually haven't met this girl, but there's a girl who's just started working at Channel 7. Up here called <laughs> and I've already given her a nickname. Her name's Lizzie. Nickname. Yep. Uh, so I've got Lizzie McGuire, Gordo. So when I meet her, I'm just going to call her Gordo. That's, yeah. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah. Gordo was Lizzie McGuire's best friend. Cashy's better. better. I, I'm, I know who Gordo is, mate. I was yeah, a nerdy kid. Of course I knew <laughs> who Gordo. i tell you what, Hen, I pretty much identified with Gordo, mate. You, were, you, you knew Gordo all too well. 
every day in the mirror. Oh, yeah. Uh, should we keep going with David's novella? Let's, David. Uh, the two main cafes in Tarragindi, Umu at corner of Denham Terrace and Tui Road, and B&E Baraka, formerly known as Bruno's. Very good cafes. He actively gets morning coffees from both of them. I like that we're getting a little insight into oh, David's he, life. He, he has a sibling who works at one cafe and a sibling that works oh. at the other. So apparently there's no competition between them, uh, which I just don't believe at all for two cafes. I like that the, the cafes have kind of taken on the medieval Europe uh, model of like intermarriage mm, and wedding, wedding different families family together. Yeah, so the, to the, limit yeah, there's not going to be a war no, between really these shout. cafes because there is a family no. spread across them both. It's a bit of a, a bit of a stark, well, what the Starks attempted to do with the, the Lannisters. Lannisters. Yeah. Well, the Baratheons, really. Oh, um, I love this from David. Apparently, so B&E Baraka used to be called Bruno's. He says it rolled off the tongue better. Apparently, it used to be run by a gay couple, and one of the two men was called Bruno. I would have loved to grab his thoughts in 2000. I I'm very, very interested to hear from a gay man named Bruno after a certain Sasha Bruno After a certain bad taste well, you know what's film. also weird is there's another cafe run by a lovely Kazakhstani man named Borats. <laughs> and then a sort of a great hip-hop studio called yeah, Ali G. Um, apparently then you've got... Uh, so, yeah. Oh, those cafes are beautiful. I'm Pakistani. You should go and visit. You've got Wellers Hill Bowls Club. I, we've talked about this a lot before, but fuck, I'd love to go to bowls clubs more. I, I'd really hope... I moved near one at some point in my life. Apparently it pops off on a Sunday Arvo. <laughs> Families bring their young ones. They occasionally have food trucks there. Get yourself a beer and buy some balls and play a few rounds of bowls. I don't think you buy balls. I don't think that's how bowls clubs are structured. Mm, no. Don't you, don't you just do pay to play? You're like, here's... David, I don't know if you've ever been to a bowls club, mate. David, <laughs> David, I think... Can I, I think just circle back to uh, something we skipped over? David said, shout out to two of their full-time employees. This is at B&E Baraka, uh, formerly Bruno's. Uh, I don't know their name, but a large Middle Eastern man and a dark-haired lady who used to be a cop. They have great customer service. I like the idea of her giving up her police work to go work in this, uh, this cafe. Hanging, hanging up the gun and handcuffs and grabbing the... Mm. Bacon and eggs. I love Stop it. stopping to say freeze, sister, either, to become a barista. Either way, you're smelling bacon. Oh, hey. oh okay. How about that's that? good. How about that's that? Good uh, careful, careful, uh, careful. You have the right. You have uh, the right to the bowls... remain caffeinated. <laughs> uh, the Bowls Club apparently has their own home brewed beers. Their house lager is fantastic. I love it. Um, Someone else wrote in about the Pink Salmon, which is a fish and chip place in Tarragindi. So Tarragindi, um, I find who else wrote in because it was, it was bloody well phrased. Just while, you do, while you're doing that, um, mate, interesting name for a fish and chip shop because I would never choose salmon as the fish to get. Does anyone get salmon at a fish and chip shop? No, but, but Joseph, Joey O'Brien said that his girlfriend lives in Tarragindi around the corner from the fish and chip shop called the Pink Salmon. And she says, oh, let's go and get dinner there. And, uh, and Joey, of course, naturally suspicious of fish and chip from a place nowhere near the coastline in a random little suburban area. It was pretty sus. And I agree, Henry, the fact it's called salmon in the name is weird, but apparently the fish and chip shop is absolute 
Uh, it's a winner. It's the best in its class. Wide variety of chips. Fish cooked perfectly. So uh, apparently, yeah, the pink salmon. Gosh, one of the hard things about doing this podcast when mm. you're hungry is everyone always tells you where the amazing food is in the certain suburbs, and then you're just I starving. And I always... And I- now, one sec. I've got to pee Hell really quickly. Oh, okay. Let's bang. I reckon about five, yeah, ten minutes get through this. It's oh. not that much more. But yeah, pink salmon, uh, very good option. Big advocate but David, for it. But David uh, did point out that they need to up their chicken salt game. Apparently, they order, yeah. they order now, and they, over the phone, emphasize again and again, extra chicken salt, and apparently they still haven't pulled through. So that's the only, that's apparently great nonetheless, now, but up the game on chicken salt. I don't, I'm someone who is often, I don't like too much chicken salt, if any, often. Um, I think it gives me a headache. Uh, so, honestly, another, another pro for the pink salmon for me. Apparently, chompers in Oxley is good too, but um, that's not relevant to Terry Gindy. Oxley, isn't it? Uh, apparently, David, he revealed the street where he lives, which we don't, but apparently it is a pick-up and drop-off area for local schools and is a bit of a nightmare. Now, I'll say this. In English... Uh, yeah, where I lived in Wilston. Across from Wilston State School, or on the same street as it. Like, we lived near pick-up and drop-off area. And it was nowhere near as bad as people would think. Hectic. I, I honestly, like... Now, I'll say this. I'm a driver who, philosophically, I'm big on, you know, if you need to go, if you need to reverse and hold traffic... 20 seconds just do it you've got right of way to do so i think people struggle in school pickup and drop off zones because they're like oh should i oh should i wait like should i let them go so annoying nah just get in your car and if you hit a kitty whatever flat stanley you might have listen he can still honestly you might have you might have run over the school bully and at that point was it (laughs) yeah now now you're doing a service at that point now that little girl might have just figured out that she can call people fat and make yeah, them feel better. So that's so honestly that that is a path that is not leading to. Well, you know what's you know what's fat? The bumper of a Ute. They're pretty chunky, aren't they? As you're about to learn, Stephanie. I shudder to think what you're going to be like at school pickup. I've seen the way you pick up Hamish for band rehearsal. You just double park and <laughs> stopping in the middle of the road. No problem. People going around you in the other lane. Yeah. I think I'm. Yeah, I mean, I've seen you. I've seen you dislocate your shoulder driving two minutes in a car. What do you mean? <laughs> you, you you have the most overcooked changing of the gears I've ever seen in my it's life. It's a fucking Mitsubishi Triton, like, bro. You got to give it a bit. It's like no, no. I'm talking about the little white one. It's like you're conducting the world's biggest orchestra. You have to feel the vibrations of the car. I'm sorry, I will not take I will not take gear stick changing advice from a fucking automatic driver, from a glorified go-karter. 
Mate, 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 smoothest drive you've ever had, as opposed to fucking car sick in the VW. Oh, that's a fucking <laughs> joke of a statement from you. What are you talking about? <sighs> you, people oh. don't even know when the gears have changed. It's like my internet, my gear mate, I, got, I, got, I got a new car once and I thought, is there a bomb going off in Berlin? Because how dodgy is this road? No, smooth as it's the gears. Oh, <laughs> kicking like Sorry a that I grew up on a farm. Mate, every, every, <laughs> every fourth or fifth week, everyone who knows how to drive a manual. I'm sorry. Oh, look, you know, I just need it when I go out to the farm. Buy a fucking manual, buy an automatic for the farm. No, man. because you need to fucking get up over those divots and cows, man. <laughs> yeah, get a four wheel drive. That doesn't require I a will manual. say, I did leave. Uh, the roads were a bit wet up here in Tansville recently, and I left the car in all wheel drive and forgot to change it back. And I was. Getting up my friggin' nine-story car park, I was like, what the hell's going on with this damn vehicle here? And realised that I was just all-wheel driving myself through like a CBD car park. Manual drivers will understand why that was a problem. Um, yeah, I was going to say, I, I've always driven either an all-wheel drive or a four-wheel drive, and it's much better. You're turning circles better. I don't understand why I can't that believe this be statement about me throwing my shoulder out. <laughs> oh, it's like it's like when we started telling Jack that his car was yeah, shit. It was it was shit. And he got so And it still I is. Been, for I, all to, I know. I wanted to gouge my fucking eyes out. But it's I think particularly with men, there's an extraordinary defensiveness about your driving and the car. Why drive. men, mate? What are you saying about uh, the other we, gender and their driving? Oh, I think I think in general, women don't get as angry and defensive at comments, just as a general like principle. You were saying that one gender takes driving a little more seriously is what it sounded like you were saying. And oh, I don't not at all. I'm saying I'm saying one I'm saying one gender can conduct reasonable risk assessments, whereas the other is like, "What do you mean it threw out my shoulder?" What it sounds like you're saying is that gender exists, and that's a whole other conversation. Not to not to shove <laughs> not to shove words a... in your gob, mate. Not to put words in your gob. Yeah. Anyway, back back to the less fraught uh, discussion of the Gaza. Can I talk Street. about Henry Dollar for a second? Not and by the way, that's not yeah. that's not me yeah, describing yeah, okay. payday. I know you made a bit of money, mate, but yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, payday, Henry uh, Dollar. That's um no, that's my Henry that's my rap name is Henry Dollar. Yo yo. Yeah, I name. used to be Brett's, but then I made that dollar, and now when I drive the people Tarragindi holler, Great. and they don't swallow. You like that? Um, the, Henry, Henry Dollar, Dollar my favourite rapper, said, Tarragindi has the best spaces for amateur bands. Last year, I started a band with my mates in our drummer's house in Tarragindi and would rehearse there every Saturday. His dad owned four mansions together on a single block and we would abuse the fuck out of the swimming pool, the spa, the tiki bar, and the soundproof music room in one oh. of the houses. And we never got any noise complaints because fuck there was me. no one in the houses next door. Needless to say, we never really got much rehearsal done because after an hour of shredding out mangroves covers, we'd retire to the upstairs TV room and get wasted. The band is over now. Alas, but there were some great memories. Also, love the show. Henry is an awesome name. Now, that's how you write a message, Breadbo. That's how you Fucking flatter the boys. You compliment Fucking our oath. name. You talk about the... Be- thank you. Also, Henry... Thank you, Mr. Can I say Henry something, Henry? Dollar. And I don't mean to be too forward. Feel free to invite us over for a party because that sounds that sounds sick i was gonna say i'd love to come to the tiki bar and i'd love to jam 
So uh, lock it in, Henry. Sip the heck out of a dirty little spicy margarita. Get all cheeky with the fellas. Honestly, sounds like H Dollar is uh, living the dream, as they say. Henry so Dollar, if at any point you want to step in and host this podcast instead of me, get involved, dude. Because maybe you're driving with uh, head- less criticism. Well, should we talk about? <laughs> it's just a, it's a great. I just think it's a fabulous way to get under people's skin. I do, here, I'll say this. I'm sure there are people listening who have been in a car with you who have certain thoughts about you criticising my driving. That's all I'll say. Yeah. And there are certain people who voice those thoughts and then get in a car and they drive and smash into the curb after getting out of a safe drive up the coast and back, no damage done, they then smash a car themselves and and to those people i say now you put you're right i say you're right i'm I'm not a great driver we should Um, georgia georgia um georgia literally spent maybe the better part of two days just like criticizing joe's driving Mm. and then immediately smashed her car into the into the sidewalk it was a it was a very unfortunate very satisfying it was yeah all right Unfortunate for the kids that was in the way. <laughs> Unfortunate who for wasn't, the no, who wasn't bully. a high school bully. That, we later learned that they were school captain. Not only school captain, they'd started a charity for downtrodden people somewhere. That was sad. Um, like all good, uh, like all good children should. Uh, Hen, let's talk about something you might like to get up to at this mother freaking four mansion <laughs> tiki bar. And let's ask the big ass question. With my wet ass microphone. Does Tarragindi fuck? Uh, it's a big old dick and balls yes from me. Well, from everything I've heard. Now, none of this is my own experience because to me, it's a random little suburb that's just a turn off on the M3. But the people have spoken sounds like an amazing place to get your rocks off. I'm going to come in and also say yes. Despite yeah. the fact that dick and balls, dick and balls. Despite the fact that you lied about me losing my V plates in Tui Forest, which is not true, I've only ever been to Tui Forest quite oh. recently. And I think, um, but you said you'd been with family. He's uh, <laughs> good. He's good. Um, good. Good comedy. Um, <laughs> you should be on. Uh, one night stand comedy specials is what you should get with mm. little with little jokes like that, mate. You should be on. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I'm cut out for comedy. I, I take criticism pretty close <laughs> to heart. <laughs> I love. I love this bit. It's so comedians. Uh, comedians famously. Do you know what the best thing to do with a comedian <laughs> is? Give them feedback the minute they get off stage because oh, you want hey. it. You want it when they're free. When they get off and they think they've done a good job, that's when you want to just give them some notes. Yeah, there is no group of people more right for constructive criticism than the emotionally well balanced, uh, often financially secure. And it, and you know, and you might be asking, oh, who who who's the best people to get comedian advice from? And that is undoubtedly people who are maybe the least talented people you've ever seen step on a stage. People who yeah, people absolutely. who are maybe the most shambolic and 
out, out, yeah, out of their depth people. That's the people who will pull out a notebook and come up to you and be like, few notes on your set. Here's how I would have written it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thanks, Jerry. But Terry, Terry Gindy, Hen, you say, not your V-plates, but is there an erotic... Well, just you saying that maybe gives me the thought of like, there's lookouts there, you go in the forest. This yeah, whole tiki yeah, yeah. thing, oh, that, like, that, it sounds like this guy... Yeah, I read it in conjunction with... Yeah, Mancutha I think it's the Mancutha... If, it, if there's a Mancutha vibe to it, yeah. south side sort of stuff, sure. Let it, let it fuck. I say what John Lennon said to the world, let it fuck. And by John Lennon, I, of course, Absolutely. mean Paul McCartney. Well, it's a city on a river, and don't you ever forget it, kid. And with that tart and that, with that wet-ass Beatles <laughs> With <reference>, that wob. <laughs> with that guy who's only getting into wet-ass pussy now. Being like, yeah, listen to my wop, wet-ass podcast. Wow, that Sydney's getting some wet-ass rain. Yeah, I mean, gosh, honestly. Uh, and can't say we predicted that one because we don't like to talk about Sydney, but... We love to talk about you on Pakistanis. We love to talk about Brisbane. Hope you've enjoyed this episode. And next week, get excited for the mangroves. It's the humidity out 15 Cannot July. wait to listen to the album if my Wi-Fi manages to stream a single one of the fucking songs. Here's one. You're going to have a good week on Pakistanis. I'll tell you who's not going to have a good week. Whoever picks up the phone at IINet. And I hope it is that Irish guy. Oh. I, I imagine... I hope it's a little I think when more. you call IINet for assistance, that guy personally answers like, Hello. It's Australia's number one. I'm going to be going, cut the shit, Bono. This, <laughs> oi, Brian McFadden, why don't you come here and fucking fix it? Yes. You know what I mean? You said it, man. Wi-Fi you said it spelled W-H-Y because why is it the not the working? Why? And more importantly, why, why bother? Am I right? Why? Wi-Fi, the fire being short for fee-fi-fo-fum. I smell the blood of an Irishman, specifically that little fucking prick from the Ironet ads who's about to get creamed when I send in a complaint form. This man ain't going to know what hit him. It's going to be like it's gonna be like the troubles all over again for this friggin' man. Exactly right, Hen. Uh, and we'll leave you on that one, ladies and gentlemen. Reach out uh, if you want to hear Samford or if you have any further... Suburbs. Oh yeah, by the way, I don't know if we were at all clear. Ready. We had tech dramas, that's why the Sanford thing didn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Which we but now we'll think could be internet related. I I'm yeah. Anyway, stay strong on Pakistanis. Miss, Miss you. you. Listen to the album. <laughs>